Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast. A podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast everyone welcome this is the first video stream here on the belly up podcast network thank you everyone for joining me in in well all of this thank you very much you very much it is well at least when this video has gone down it is sunday july 3rd i hope all of you are enjoying your July 4th weekend, or happy Canada Day for all of you Canadian brethren that are out there. By the time this podcast drops, at least the audio version of this, it will be past the 4th of July weekend. So, how the hell is everyone? How's everyone doing? Uh, The hockey season has officially wrapped up across all platforms, and we will get to that when we do Champions Roll Call here in a bit. As always, we'd like to thank the uh, Belly Up Podcast Network for believing in us and doing all this great stuff. And uh, for all of you who are tuning in as well, thank you very much. You are all awesome. Love you. Mean it. So uh, for all you first-timers that are watching this, this is the Gritton Barrett Podcast. My name is Richard Blosser. I am a Hershey Bears uh, fan. I am a hack with a microphone, a webcam, and a really big imagination. This is high energy, um, high energy podcast. And I'm going to try and just be on here and entertain all of you as well. So um, outside of all that, let's get into this, shall we? So the Hershey Bears have actually done some stuff over the, um, um, over the, um, the off season as well as we are um, approaching the the free agency. Um, free agency is set to start for the AHL right now. What do you mean it's starting now? Who told us of this? Told us of this. I mean, wait, hold on, wait, Patrick. Why didn't you tell me of this? Anyway, anywho, anyway. Uh, The AHL free agency has started up. There is nothing that has started yet. The NHL free agency hurricane has not started as of yet. Um, The free agency hurricane, as I like to call it, uh, will start in um, probably in about 
a week or so, actually in about two weeks, I think on the 15th, it will start up. For all of you AHL fans and all you Hershey Bears fans, I encourage all free agency spotters to to get ready to report when the time comes. But the Bears already did get some news out there um, as the Bears already re-signed Big Beck Malenstein or Malenstein. Big Beck Malenstein, depends on how you call it, um, has signed with the Hershey Bears, got a deal done as well to bring him back. Good to bring big beefy boy back. Always good to have that with him. So um, vital in terms of um, uh, playoff success last year. And uh, just a guy in the Capitals farm system that the Capitals just really seem to love. So, you know, I like Beck being back. And especially with the news that we're going to hear with the Capitals uh, eventually. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's probably good that Beck is going to be uh, resigning. He will be sticking around good on the big lad. And also, big, beefy Brett Leeson will be sticking around as well. Uh, Brett Leeson will be sticking around as well, um, signing a deal to stick with the Washington Capitals. Another good guy. Another big winger. Because uh, apparently in the NHL now, thank you, um, uh the Tampa Bay lightning for doing this. The thing in the NHL now is to, um, to uh, sign, sign big boys. Apparently everybody has to be big and fast these days. Apparently that, that that's the thing in the NHL. Now that's the thing. Everybody has to be big and fast. And Brett Leeson apparently fits that. I'm not sure if he's fast per se, but he's a big boy. He's a nice body to throw in. So, um, yeah, yeah, good on him. Good on Brett Leeson. Um, for all of you uh, that are watching, please make sure to come. Please make sure to leave a comment or a chat and all that. Just, just drop a like. Drop a like and um, really helps out the algorithm. Really appeases our algorithm overlords. Uh, the connection issues, um, please bear with me, everyone, on this, please. This is a new, this is something completely new, everyone, that I'm trying. Just please give me time to work this out. Please, bear with me. Get it? Bear, Hershey, bear. Ah. Let's move on with this, shall we? As I was saying, Brett Leeson re-signed with the Bears, big beefy boy, two big beefy boys coming back. And again, the state of the NHL right now is to get big bodies, big winner, big wingers, and especially guys in the shooting lanes and passing lanes to block and or deflect shots. So um, with what we are going to talk about, it is actually very much needed that these guys uh, come back. Another signing we had, the Bears dropped another signing, and it's a defenseman. Ooh, we're getting a defenseman back. All right. All right, is it Lucas Johansson? He had a really good season. No, 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 it wasn't Lucas. Oh, oh, forebear Cameron Schilling. I bet he'll be coming back. It, no, 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 it's not Cameron Schilling as well. Uh, no, oh, okay, we, we've got a lot of guys that were up on the defensive line as well. And what we heard about double A, we kind of need to have stuff come back. So, um, your, our, your next Hershey Bears is signing during the offseason is 
Jake Massey. Jake Massey. Resign. Resign. Hold on. All right. Is that right? Is it Jake Massey? It's Jake Massey. Number two. Jake Massey. Resigning with the Hershey Bears. Uh, woo? Yay? Huzzah? I guess. Um, <laughs> um, when I did my uh, Who Stays and Who Goes um, show about a couple weeks ago, um, I didn't think Massey would return. We, 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 we've got defensive guys. We're good. There were guys who were better than Massey. I'm not sorry, but th- there were. I mean, maybe he's a minutes eater, and he can get some good minutes here and there. He wasn't a scorer. So, um, I, um, it, yay. Jake Massey's coming back. Hooray. So <laughs> we'll just go with that. Jake Massey returning. Okay, fine. That does tie into some uh, injury news. Oh, I know I can hear it from you Bears fans already. But we've had so many injuries. I Yeah, I know. Double uh, A went in for surgery. He's going to be out for a couple months over the summer. Okay, fine. See you at training camp there, buddy boy. Double A is injured as well. Uh, the Lord and Savior of the Caps Chirps podcast. Hello, boys. Um, Tom Wilson got injured. Torn ACL. First game of the playoffs. Torn ACL. That's not good. Six to eight months of recovery time for big number 13. 13? Is it 13? Or is it 14? 13, 14. I don't know. I should know, but I don't. Sorry. So Tom Wilson is out as well. But then we have some um, big news come down the pipeline about a couple weeks ago that Nikolai Backstrom, number 19 in red, sneaky good. Nikolai Backstrom uh, apparently is going in for hip surgery. Now, why is he getting hip surgery, you ask? Um, apparently, he's getting hip surgery, that he's getting some work, um, uh, uh, some filing down on the hip bone, um, something with the hip socket or something. Um, all I got to say is it's not good. It's real. It's, it's, it's not good. It really isn't. And the reason being is that, of course, you're a hockey player. You got to swerve and move those hips to start and stop. And um, with Backstrom, the surgery that he's getting was what Ryan Getzlaff got a couple of years ago. And he got that and just immediately retired. So this type of hip surgery that Backstrom is getting is – um. How do I say, uh, what's the correct term? The word I'm thinking of is possibly career-threatening. Yeah, there's rumblings that, that he signed a three-year extension to stay with the Capitals, and good on him, really. Uh, he might not make it through that. Sorry. Um, I've always liked Nikolai Backstrom. I think he's a good player. I like what he does. It, it sucks. The hockey gods are cruel sometimes. And um, he just, it's just one of those things that happen. So hate to see it. 
you know, hate to see it as well. But um, these are just things that tend to happen here in the hockey world. You know what, everyone? This is Seat of Your Pants Broadcasting at its finest. So let us try something new here. I'm going to grab the um, the old laptop. We are going to stand up and we're going to move here. For all of you that are listening along on the audio podcast, on the audio broadcast as well, I'm sorry you have to hear this. But again, Seat of Your Pants Broadcasting at its finest. Trying to get the connection better for all of you out there. Trying to get better connection out there, all of you. Moving closer to the Wi-Fi, and uh, we will see how this goes as well. So, again, for all of you that are listening along on the audio side <laughs> as well. Boy, this actually works out kind, kind of better. You got the old uh, American flag from my uh, grand, grandpa's uh, funeral there for everyone. Actually works. All right. Everybody here, everybody good with this? All right. Let's keep this going. Um, so some other news. Now this is where I talk about all the hockey news that matters to me. A slight variation of a of a term used by Steve Zabin, a uh, a, a sports broadcaster, someone that I look up to as well. Um, so, how many of you heard about the Arizona Coyotes and their situation? Anyone? <laughs> oh, sit yourselves in because this is going to be fantastic. The Arizona Coyotes. Why am I talking about them? Because the story's fun to talk about. No, they are not a former affiliate of the Hershey Bears. Um, so the Arizona Coyotes um, will stand up. Whoever just commented, Facebook user, thank you very much. I will get to you in a moment. Uh, thank you. Um, so the Arizona Coyotes, um, they are, they got kicked out of Glendale. Yeah, they've had problems paying their rent. Um, and Glendale just said, that's it. We had enough. Pack your stuff. Get out. You're evicted. Get out. Can I at least get the beer? No, we're keeping it. And the Arizona Coyotes were actually moving, are going to be moving to Arizona State University and playing their games at a 5,000 college rink. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, reason now they need a temporary place to stay because the reason being is that um, they are, they want to build a brand new arena there in, uh, in Tempe, if I'm correct. Tempe, I think so. And, um, they want to try and build a new arena in Tempe. They want to try and build that uh, arena um, shopping district type area. Um, the Dallas Cowboys did it with Jared World. The uh, Milwaukee Bucks did it with the Deer District. Um, if you go to downtown Cleveland, for all of you that went to Cleveland Monsters games, you have where the Cavaliers slash Monsters play where the where the Indians at Guardians play and that whole little downtown shopping district that's there. Um yeah, Tempe wants to do the same thing. Now, the process has been approved. Um but that's going to take years to move on. They want to put shopping malls, they want to put hotels there, possibly a convention center. And again, a nice great big 15,000 seat arena there. Maybe 20. Except here's the thing. And this is my own opinion. 
The Facebook user, whoever asked about Leeson and or Beck, I will get to you in a moment. Thank you for your question. How many, how many of you are children of uh, science fiction 80s films? Or if you are a fan of 90s Japanese anime, such as myself, how many of you are fans of like 80s sci-fi? And uh, when like the hero would, um, or, or antagonist in the film, would get to like this uh, technological hub and they'd see this body inside of a test tube, typically this old man that's in a mask, hooked up to, to tubes, and he says... Kill me, please kill me. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the Arizona Coyotes. They are begging Gary Bettman. They are begging to be moved and gotten rid of. They they don't want to exist anymore. They're done. But no, Gary Bettman just can't let it go. Just, just, just can't let it go. Because he saw what happened with Atlanta and doesn't want that to happen again. He saw, he's seen the other Southern hockey teams all do well. He's seen them do well. Tampa, back-to-back Stanley Cup champion, three-time Stanley Cup champions, formed a fan base there in Western Florida. Florida Panthers, they're finding recent success and have carved themselves out a nice little area there in Florida. The Carolina Hurricanes, Stanley Cup already, carved out a good fan base there in Raleigh. Nashville Predators, carved out a really good fan base, formed their identity, that Nashville Gold, Smashville, they're already established there in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. The Columbus Blue Jackets haven't had a lot of playoff success, but, but they've carved out their own identity. I know I say that a lot, but that's very important. They have made their own identity. They're in Columbus with the cannon, and they have a great fan base there. Dallas Stars, Stanley Cup champions, made it to the finals in the bubble hockey tournament. Um, the California Three, if you want to go that far, the California Three have um, all been to the finals and or won a cup. Vegas, first year in existence. First year in existence for Vegas, and they make it to a Stanley Cup Finals. My point is, ladies and gentlemen, for all of you that are listening to this, Gary Bettman needs Arizona to succeed. He needs it. Because the reason being is that he doesn't want to see this fail. He doesn't want to see another one of his NHL babies fail. He already saw the Atlanta Thrashers. He already saw them move back up and become the new Winnipeg Jets. He will not have that for this team. So, you know, I get it. You know, Batman wants this to succeed. Oh, so badly. But um, sometimes they're, they're uh, Gary. It just wasn't meant to be. So nice little rant about, about the Arizona Coyote. Coyotes. Let's see what they do at the college arena. It's it's interesting when the um, AHL affiliate will have a slightly better, slightly better um, NHL arena than their counterpart. All right, let's go. Let's get to some of your um, your questions over here as we hit the midway point. We'll get to the champions roll call here in a bit. 
uh, Facebook user, um, no name typed in, which is fine, which is fine. You think Leeson or Malenstein will stay up in the NHL based on the one-way elements of their contracts? Um, the Capitals like both of them. And with Tom Wilson's injury and very much the uncertainty of uh, Nikolai Backstrom, yeah, yeah, there is a possibility that they could stay up there, pardon the noise, wonders of city living. There's a real possibility that uh, um, there is a real possibility that they could stay up, especially with with um, with the capital situation as of right now. Of course, free agency will come into play as well. Will absolutely come into play with who the Capitals will go out and get once the free agency hurricane hits in a few weeks. It's all the way out on the Atlantic right now. It's all the way out on the Atlantic. We're just waiting for it to hit warm waters and get churning. It's gonna, it's on a nice little cold pocket of cold water right now, but it's gonna hit warm water. It's gonna start churning and the free agency hurricane will be upon us and it will be fun. It will. Um, Also, Facebook user, also curious to see who you think the Capitals will target in free agency, like big roster turnover, considering some of the vets. Uh, Corey's been typing all of this, friend of the podcast, assuming that's who I think it is. Um, You know, yeah, there is a lot of turnover with the Capitals uh, this year. Um, This is a team that has to get younger. If the last two playoff exits have taught them nothing, they have to get younger. Now, right now, the Capitals only have um, eight million, actually just under nine million in cap space to play with. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa. With over 50 years of sports betting experience, Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. And in terms of expirings on expirings, on lups are the expirings, at least on that side. Uh, defensive, they have three expiring, Matt Irwin, Kempfney, and, and Justin Schultz. And all of their goalies are either RFAs or expirings. Uh, would not surprise me if the Capitals go out there and try to get themselves a veteran goaltender. And no, they will not get Mark andre Fleury. You stop that right now. 
Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. That's a that's um <clears throat> that's a me problem. I will have to deal with that. I think the Capitals will go out. They'll probably get a veteran goaltender. Um from what I was seeing on Cap Friendly, a lot of their forward cores locked up. Um by the way, Cap Friendly, great. Great site for you to uh, check out to see where the uh, status of them is. They have three defensive guys that are leaving. Um, Irwin, Kempney, and Schultz. I don't think they, I don't think Kempney will come back. I mean, they, they could do a one year, two mil deal for him, but um, you got to get younger. You, you got to get younger. Look at the Rangers and the Hurricanes and uh, Tampa, but that's Tampa. I mean, take a look at what other teams have done during the um, during this year. You got to get younger. Younger's the name of the game. It's a young man's game, and the Capitals are not it. Sorry, but not sorry. So, um, you know, thank you for the comments. Please keep those um, those comments and questions uh, coming. Um, you know, I, I've watched so many uh, live streams on um, on YouTube. I mean, I admit it, I watch uh, wrestling YouTubers as well. And they have clever names for this. Like they have uh, Ultra Chats and Super Chats. Like I want to call these like the, uh, the Slap Chats. Like... Slap shots, chats. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, we're going to take a slight pause. We're going to mute things here for a second. And I'm going to step off for as we might have a bit of an ad break coming in at the halfway point. It will be time for the champions roll call. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Thank you to everyone who's tuning in um, through this as well. The broadcast is not the best. I am trying. Honestly, I am. But this is why we do these things. We do these things and we learn and we move on. But it is time, everyone. It is time for your champions roll call, everyone. It's time to see who the big winners were of this season. This season, we're going to have one, two, three, four leagues that we are going to go through, go down the champions and maybe a little bit of how we got there. Also, everyone, um, for all of you, all one of you that's actually watching, um, please tell me how the video quality is going. I see the connection thing is always going up and down, up and down. Um, um, it is something I will try to work on. This is the first time we're doing this, so just bear with me on this again. So, champions roll call time, everyone. We will start. We will go to Canada. And the CHL for the Memorial Cup, your winners this year was the St. John Sea Dogs, who were able to uh, who were able to defeat the um. Come on, come on, stop doing this. We're able to defeat, I think, the Hamilton Bulldogs. To secure the 2022 is the big trophy at the end. 
for the CHL, CHL, which is the big uh, junior hockey league for Canada's minor league system. Now, now there are three, three leagues in the CHL. Uno, dos, tres. There's three of them. You have the WHL, where a lot of bears have come from. You have the OHL, the Ontario Hockey League. And you have the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. That's a lot of letters that's thrown in there. The Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. And those are three leagues. And the champions of all those three leagues go to play for the Memorial Cup. Now, all of you can tell that's three teams. To make an even uh, playoff, they put four teams in. The fourth team that goes in is the city that's hosting it. They pick the team. They pick a team from the um, CHL. They pick a team, and they're going to host it there. And uh, the hosting team gets in. Sort of a courtesy for putting up for this 10-day tournament. All four teams play each other in a round-robin style, play each other once. Who has the best record? Gets number one seed in an automatic bid to the finals. Number two, number three, play each other in a semi. And if you're the fourth-place team, you're out! So the fourth-place team this year was the Edmonton Oil Kings. The third-place team was the uh, Saskatchewan Cartel. Not playing anymore. <laughs> Not playing anymore. That's what they're got right now. And the runner-up was the Hamilton Bulldogs, who lost 6-3 to the St. John's or St. John Sea Dogs. Now, what league did the St. John Sea Dogs win to make it to the Memorial Cup, you ask? They didn't. They were the host team. They claimed number one in the round-robin tournament and then went on to win the Memorial Cup. Yep. All three conference winners were eliminated. The OHL champion in the Hamilton Bulldogs was the one that faced the host city and the host city won. Now, the next day, oh my gosh, hockey Twitter was up in arms. Sportsnet Twitter was up in arms. This just goes to show the flaw in this tournament. How can a team that that is hosting it get an automatic bid? It's not fair to the conference champions. They, they didn't play for 39 days. Everyone else just got done with their conference tournament and had to play. Okay. What's your solution for it then there, bull, bull chess, bubble chess? What's your solution? Just as with many of these social media arguments, there is no solution because people love to complain but rarely ever give solutions. So is it fair? Maybe, maybe not. But the St. John Sea Dogs are your 2022 Memorial Cup champion, which effectively ended hockey in North America as we know it. That ended on Monday, June 29th. Your ECHL champion this year is the Florida Everblades. Yeah, I know. I forgot the ECHL was playing too. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I think. I think. The ECHL champion is the Florida Everblades. They beat, um, uh, oh God. Who they beat? Who they beat? Sure. I swore I wrote it down here some. Anyway, 
Doesn't really matter, does it? Because nobody remembers who came in second place. The Florida Everblades, your ECHL champions for this season. Your American Hockey League champions are none other than the Chicago Wolves. That's right. The Burgundy Army took no prisoners and just ransacked the Western Conference. They went to their homes, drank their wives, drank their wives and flirted with their beer. Oops. <laughs> Got that in reverse. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. But the um they just blasted through the Western Conference. The only team that really challenged them was the Stockton Heat, who took them to six games. Other than that, they faced the Springfield Thunderboids, who were a little stacked themselves, a little bit. Hello, Nathan Walker, we miss you. And um, yeah, the Springfield beat them in the first game of the Calder Cup Finals in overtime in Chicago. That's a good thing. Hmm? And then Chicago basically said, all right, paintballers, now it's time for us to play. One, two, three, four, you're out. It was, you know, I want to say this was a gentleman's sweep. It was a gentleman's sweep in a way, but um, it wasn't really a gentleman's sweep. Oh, what's a gentleman's sweep, you ask? A gentleman's sweep is where you win games one, two, and three, lose game four, but win game five at home. Tampa did it last year to Lake and Indians. And maybe this was a, maybe this was a gentleman sweep by the Chicago Wolves. Ah, we'll let them win game one, but they went on to win three straight to back-to-back uh, -back games there in Springfield took game two there in Chicago. Oh, I'm sorry. Rosemont, not Chicago. Um, Alex Lyon got suspended two games. Why? Because he gave the double gun salute during the team photo. You know the big team photo at the end? Yep. Alex Lyon, former Lehigh Valley Phantom, double bird right out there. Now, before all people start saying, oh, how unprofessional of this guy. How dare Alex Lyon do something like this? Well, you see, the thing is, um, yeah, um, reportedly Alex Lyon was given all sorts of crap by the, uh, Thunderbirds fans, ice thrown at him, name calling, pounding of glass, more ice being thrown at him. And, uh, Lyon had just had enough and just basically was like, screw you Springfield. And, uh, the man got the last laugh. Lyon got the last laugh. He won the title. And someone said, well, he didn't get the last laugh. He suspended two games next season. True. But to the victor go the spoils. And uh, Alex Lyon is a Calder Cup champion. Whoa. The Chicago Wolves were the uh, Carolina Hurricanes farm club. So that means for the first time in a couple of decades, we have a team change location slash affiliate, but yet still win the Calder Cup, but yet win it back-to-back -back because technically uh, the Hurricanes Farm Club won back-to-back -back Calder Cups technically. I mean, the Charlotte Checkers did it last, and now the Chicago Wolves. So technically, it's back-to-back -back for them. The last team to do this, 
uh, was actually the uh, Springfield Indians in 1990 and 1991, where the, one year they were the Whalers affiliate, and then the next year they were the Islanders affiliate. That's one for all you old-timers out there. You know who you are. And lastly, your NHL champions are none other than are none other than, wait for it, not the Tampa Bay Lightning. Your new champions are the Colorado Avalanche. Yes! The Blue Zombies are dead. The Blue Zombies are dead. Yes! Finally. Finally. Ah. Uh, Colorado beating Tampa in six games. Uh, Darcy Kempner, your goaltender there, your MVP was Kale McCarr, and deservedly so. The Avalanche were former Hershey Bears affiliate, you know, during the dark days, the last dying days of the old barn and the early years at Giant Center. Um, but the Avalanche were just really loaded and a team that seemed pissed off from losing in back-to-back years of underachieving in the playoffs. They finally win the Western Conference, as they were supposed to do, and uh, beat Tampa, a team that just ran out of gas. Tampa just ran out of gas. That's what happened. The Blue Zombies finally died. Now, thank God Colorado won it because they have a ton of expirings coming off the books as we head into free agency. So thank goodness they actually did. Um, but I'm happy the Avalanche won. Part of me didn't want to see Tampa uh, win for a third straight year. So many people give Tampa so much crap for winning back-to-back um, -back cups under um, – Less than stellar circumstances, let's put it that way. Look, the bubble hockey tournament in 2020, that was weird. Some will say it didn't exist. It was a weird time. So, whatever. Dallas was in the finals, and they weren't that good. The following year, you know, the, 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 the following winter, when we had the expedited season, you know, I think, what was it? Uh, Chicago won an expedited season due to the strike. I think that was like 48 games and in conference only. You know, nobody wants to put an asterisk beside the Chicago Black Hide. Well, they probably do because of the whole thing. But anyway, you know what I mean? Nobody says anything about that Stanley Cup. So why are we taking away from Tampa? Oh, right. We didn't want them to win three years in a row. And, uh, Somebody posted one of those uh, lovely infographs about how Tampa had all these injuries, MCL sprains, broken foot, teeth knocked out. And you know what? And you know what? When I hear stuff like that, I approach that like a mob boss hearing a rival had been shot. Gee, that's too bad. Send my condolences to his family. And I say, it's it's Stanley Cup Finals. Everybody's injured. Everyone. Your excuse is invalid. You're supposed to have depth there, Tampa. That deep farm club of yours, Tampa. Figure it out. Um, ESPN. Last thought on 
last subject before we close it out here. Thank you again to everyone. ESPN's coverage uh, claimed that their overall viewership jumped by 25% compared to the last full season when they were on NBC. Um, of course, it's ESPN and ABC. Of course, ratings are going to go up. Uh, ESPN got a better at their coverage um, as the playoffs went along. I just don't really felt like they cared a lot about the NHL from October all the way to March. They just didn't really care. But once the playoffs started, oh, yeah, we're all in now. Um, I want to see Gary Thorne back. I'm sorry. I, my one main gripe with the um, the ESPN NHL coverage was this. I don't feel like I learned anything. I felt like ESPN treated this like their Monday night football. Like they wanted to do a blend of entertainment and sports. Make it pop culture-y. Have some fun. Throw some jokes in. Throw some celebs in. Get some pop culture in. You know, make it fun. Spice it up. You know, put a little miles per hour thing and augmented reality stuff there. Which is okay, but, um, you know... I want to learn stuff about the game when I'm watching a hockey game. I want to learn stuff. And yeah, Uncle Doc was great at that. Kenny Albert's good at that. Kenny Albert's good on the TNT coverage. The TNT coverage was pretty good. I don't why I don't know why they needed to shoehorn Barkley in when they were at when ESPN was at Tampa, but okay. And uh on a final note, Capitals preseason schedule was announced. Their first preseason game is Sunday, September 25th, 2 p.m. against the Buffalo Sabres. 2 p.m. on a Sunday. That's rather odd. I wonder if the Reds, yeah, Commanders are playing. Uh, I wonder if the Nats are having a, a night game. That's probably the reason. That's probably. But uh, 2 p.m. on a Sunday? Hmm. I wonder. I wonder if I need to go down to D.C. I wonder. But um, we'll deal with all that on another show. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast for this week, everyone. Thank you to everyone who's been jumping in and out and watching this as well. I know I've had some connection issues and stuff, but we will take care of this in time. This was a test run. This was a test toast, and I think it went rather well. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe all this. This will be on the Hershey, for all you on the Hershey Bears fan club page, this will stay up. So you can watch this at your leisure. Hopefully it went out very well. The audio version of this will drop on, on, um, on Tuesday after the holiday, everyone, after I uh, do some splice stuff and get all this worked up. But for all of you out there, Enjoy your holiday. It's the 4th of July by the time the audio version of this drops. Hope all of you enjoyed your weekend. And uh, we're about to push off into the long, hot off season. But um, we'll find ways to fill the time. I promise. So everyone, as Red Green once said, keep your stick on the ice. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at GritAndBarrettP1 on Twitter. That's at GritAndBarrettP1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears! Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.